With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Green Sally up and Green Sally down. Left on the rock, got a tail is brown. Green Sally up and Green Sally down. Left on the rock, got a tail is brown. Green Sally up and Green Sally down.
All right. And thank you once again for tuning in to Working with the Spirit with Papa Lou this Friday. I'm your host, Papa Lou. Joining me, as always, I have the lovely Amora and the Dr. Lazarus Corbeau on the line. And, you know, I figured normally I say Dr. Corbeau, then Amora. I figured I'd switch it up this week. I'll let y'all fight over who comes next. I, don't know I got demoted, huh? <laughs> you know what that means The more you're going to work hard And I'm going to sit here and not do nothing <laughs> It's all good it's all Look, good. Did you hear that all cra- I know You know what She We should actually make her work Since You know She's always barely like Scooting into the show By like the skin of her teeth Wait You always say two minutes till So I was like huh, I'm going to start calling you An hour ahead of time This is your warning The shower And everything else you got to get your pre-show ritual. It. I ain't going to tell you. I'm going to call you to <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I give you my pre-show ritual. <laughs> he does, does not answer the phone. I can tell you that right now. Like I said last show, she oh, will text you all day, but she will not actually answer the phone. But callers and listeners over the Internet, thank you all so much for tuning in to our little broadcast each and every Friday at 9 p.m. <laughs> And um, we decided this show, we were going to do a little something uh, for the new people. Notice last show, when the wonderful Mama Rue was on, assisting us with the readings, that um, we had a lot of new callers. We had a lot of first-time callers, which is wonderful. Um, looks like our little project here is growing, y'all. So, um, you know, we, we're loving that. We're loving that. Our, our little baby is, you know, starting to crawl on its own a little bit. And um, we decided that with all the new people, that are calling in, a lot of first-time callers. Maybe we got a lot of people that are new to Conjure. I know we had one caller who shared, you know, her experiences just starting out in the tradition, and we figured we'd do a show to kind of help, you know, you guys along. The ones who are just getting started, you maybe bought your first candle or you maybe just flipped open somebody's book and you want to know, well, what do I do first? Because there's a lot of information out there. So we said, well, let's throw something together for them. And that's basically how it went. We just came up with a show title, and we figured we'd flow from there. Um, hope, hopefully, y'all, did y'all make notes? Hopefully, y'all made some notes. I got demoted. That means I don't make notes. <laughs> my, my notes got demoted. Oh, man. They got they got dipped in the hog waller. Yep, they went out there in the hog waller as well as my position when I got demoted. Oh, man. <laughs> But anyway, I see we got a we got a few internet callers on here. Thank y'all so much for dialing in from whatever number you chose to dial in from. And um hopefully we got some people listening over the internet. All right. So I guess we can get started. But anybody got anything new y'all want to share this week? Doc, I know what you you've got going on. I know what you're waiting yeah, on. Yeah, we ain't uh, we gotta share save that. One. We gotta save that until I don't even know if we can share that on Monday. Maybe. That's Maybe the abbreviated version. Nobody well, after the 60-minute mark, you should be go, good to go. Do it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, she doesn't know. But anybody just tuning in for the first time, starting next week, we are venturing off into uncharted territory. Starting next week, the first one hour of Working with the Spirit will be broadcast, will be simulcast. Um, in several cities off of AM and FM bands. Like I was saying before, we have broken the confines of Internet radio. Not to say there's anything wrong with Internet radio. It's great. We've got people listening to us 
from as far away as Australia. Um, Doc, where else we got people listening from? Uh, United Kingdom, some Canada. Yeah. I just had one person from Botswana. Oh, wow. Wow. Awesome. So, you know, um, Internet radio does does have a lot of perks, a lot of perks. But we decided to branch off just a little bit. We're still going to be live for you guys right here on Blog Talk Radio. But if you happen to be in um, any of our sister cities like Las Vegas, Tampa, Boulder, Colorado, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Milwaukee, and you're riding around, you'll be able to tune in on your AM or FM band and listen to us if you're in one of those cities. So that's enough of our little personal patting on the back and our little spiel or whatever. I guess we can get into the show um, on the beginning, you know, the baby steps, baby steps of conjure. If you're just getting into the tradition, like I said, you're going to be overwhelmed with information. And a lot of it is going to be conflicting, to be honest. I was talking to a friend earlier today who um, was trying to divine you know, the uh, remnants of a candle she had burned. And that especially, especially can be difficult to do because, um, Doc, you and I both know there's a lot of cheap wax going on out here. So candle divination has gotten especially hard, especially hard. And I remember um, my friend asked me, well, how can you tell you got cheap wax? I'm like, "Um, if it's too brittle, got cracks in it, or if it's too soft. Yeah, it's too bubbly pushy. on top. A little bit too bubbly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, most of my favorites are all bubbly. Oh, really? Made from like, I think it's the Reed Candle Company. They have a, it, their colored wax is kind of translucent in a way, but it's bubbly. But all yeah. their candles I've ever got thus far burned exceptionally well, and they just happen to have bubbles in them. Oh, and to be uh, honest, there's a bad batch of protection candles out right now. You know, the ones with the skull on the front and the uh, black wax? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't hardly get any of them to burn worth a darn right now. You get that soy wax. It's real opaque and kind of snot-textured, like thick flu mucus. Those always <laughs> seem to burn really bad for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and, 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 you know, it, it comes from people, like, really rushing. And just trying to use get the use the cheapest way out, and they're just slapping anything down into, you know, a, a glass jar and jamming the cheapest wick they can find down in there. Pretty much. Well, we can go extra cheap, and we'll just get some oil and a cotton wick and a bowl and call it good. Yes. That'll work too. You know what? Yeah, we need to do a show on um on oil lamps, on oil lamps because um. I'm a I'm a big fan of the oil lamps, big fan. And push come to shove, man, I've used I've used an old soup can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still use some of those in Haiti. Use the old soup can. I've seen people make make a um, an oil lamp out of what was that a half an orange? Yeah, I made one. Of yeah, those. they do. I think I I do remember anything seeing that, that holds that oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, pretty coconut much. shell. That's a good one. A human but skull. Generally, no, you can do it in a little bowl or a saucer. A coffee cup. 
uh, carve out an apple. Why is, yeah, why is no one reacting to the fact that I'm saying a skull? Y'all just going to gloss right over that. Man, oh, no, skulls don't even play me nothing. no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the first but one anyway, to be like, where can I get one from? A human one. I know. And, and, we, and we actually do have some um, We do have some places where you can procure a skull. But I, I don't know why anybody would want one. But uh-huh. anyway, I, I, I digress. Anyone want one? Maybe you know, like mid January or something like that. I want one. But you know, back back to the topic at hand. Um, anybody that's new to this show, we are basically you know just three folks. Um, we say we're on the front porch. This show, you know, <laughs> we're liable to get off topic from time to time. So you know, just bear with us. I promise you, we generally steer ourselves back on task, and we're gonna start telling y'all about conjure. All right. So. As a beginner, what should you be doing? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to make a few enemies right now. All right? I'm going to make a few enemies. So somebody throw up a protection for me because they're going to be launching heat seekers at me. It'll have to be As more. Be- I got demoted. <laughs> okay, a more throw up the shield. <laughs> he As got a beginner, you, <laughs> you are going to be tempted. As a beginner, you're going to be tempted to get on the internet and spend a portion of your paycheck buying up everything you see, all these prepackaged goodies from these flashy websites and they look so pretty with the labels and whatnot, stop. Don't do it. Okay? Do not spend your money on all this stuff. Why am I saying this? Because, and and here comes the hate, a lot of the stuff, that they're packaging and selling to you, you can get at your local farmer's market for a fraction of the cost. All right? For a fraction of the cost. Now, there are some things that are going to be hard to find because you're not going to find a John the Conqueror route down at the farmer's market. I hope they're not selling one because if you ingest John the Conqueror, you're going to be on the toilet for a few days and then in the emergency room on their toilet. Ooh. Right. So some things you cannot get down there. But for the most part, a lot of a lot of your early work, you can find that stuff right down either in your regular grocer's aisle, in the in the dried um herb section, or in the fresh herb section. I always go to the farmers market because what can I find at the farmers market? I can find fresh basil. I can find fresh rosemary, which is good in a lot of work. You can get that at Walmart too. Mm-hmm, you can get it at Walmart. Um my Local farmer's market, which is maybe a 10-minute drive from my house, sells galonga root. They, they sell two and John right there. You can get a big old whole root for a dollar and 25 cents, the whole two and John. Now, if you go to one of these online shops, you know, you might get a little piece, and it's going to be $5. Okay? So save your money. Do a little bit of research. If they're, you know, if if they're using a name you're not familiar with, fire up the internet, but don't go to these shops. Fire up Google, find the common name for it. Okay, that's homework number one. Find the common name for a lot of these roots um, that you don't recognize. Things like and mojo the scientific beans. name and the scientific name. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a book a book on botany is indispensable. Okay, it's indispensable. So that that's that's your homework, all right? If you've got something that you're really, really not clear on, all right, 
and you've got something, you know, that that you want to procure, but the price seems a little bit, little bit high. Find out the common name for it. Go go to the scientific name. I guarantee you, it's going to be something you can find, um, really cheap, and really close to home. You know, just in the grocery store. Okay, and a lot of your early work probably shouldn't involve a whole lot of different ingredients. You're going to start off really slow. That's why we were saying baby steps, you know, in this. Now, if we start going too fast and you want us to back up and you got a question you want to ask, then feel free to stop us. And you can do that by pressing the number one on your phone. When you press the number one, we get an alert that you got your hand up and you've got a question. All right. Um, guys, what are some of the beginning roots and herbs that people should use? I've already mentioned John the Conqueror. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper is good. You can do a lot. Yep. Crushed red pepper. With salt and pepper. You can do a lot with Mm -hmm. salt and pepper. Black and red. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And they work in different ways for different things. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. See, uh, you know, one of these days we're going to do a show on kitchen witching, you know, kitchen conjure. But, you know, I would like for everyone to just take a stock of what you've got in your cabinets. Now, if, now, if you're living, you know, if you're batching it like me, you may not have a whole lot. You may only have salt and pepper and maybe some Texas peat or red rooster in the refrigerator. Mm. But most people have, <laughs> have a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, Either Texas Pete or Red Rooster goes great on some chitlins. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have a lot of these things in your cupboard. Go in there. Take stock. I don't have anything in my kitchen that, that's not a multitasker. You know, if, if you're going to be in this house, you got to be able to do more than one thing. Same thing with, with, you know, my roots and herbs. A lot of the stuff that we use, you know, as, as um, seasoning or whatever, you can also use in conjure. What else? Um, I mentioned rosemary. Garlic. Rosemary and garlic. Now, you know what, what? What can we use these things for? Rosemary is a good booster of feminine energy. All right? There, there, there are some schools of thought that say a woman, if she has a live rosemary plant in her kitchen, will rule the house. All right? Now, I'm not saying go out there and, like, buy, like, five or six of them. You know, so so your man is all under your control. But that that's that's what's said. And also, when women do um, spiritual baths and they need like a little kick, they can add a pinch of rosemary in there. Rosemary is great for boosting feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, Doc, what you got for girl? washes? If you take branches of rosemary, and this is very popular in like Mexico and you know the United States Mexican border. They cleanse people with branches of rosemary, usually more than rosemary, but it's used to sweep the body, to sprinkle holy water or any type of spiritual waters to help cleanse a place. Mm-hmm. Yep, rosemary is good for that. Basil. Basil is a good one. Basil mm-hmm. is a good cleanser. Um, it is good for dispelling negative energy. Um, basil also good for drawing money. Mm-hmm. It's good mm-hmm. for drawing money. And there's some love stuff that's used. 
Yes, you know, and so and so, um, I'm hoping you guys are kind of seeing a trend here. You know, it, all this stuff you can use for multiple purposes. You know, so you know, gather gather this stuff up and push come to shove. If you don't use it for work, so you can also you can always throw it in a salad and take care of it that way. You know what I mean? So definitely, hey man, I'm telling you, multitasking in the salad. <laughs> Throw it in the salad. <laughs> you know, to bake you a chicken and, and use that rosemary. Yeah. I don't give y'all too many rosemary of my secrets chicken. there. But um, mojo beans. Mojo beans. Mm. Common name. Did we decide that was fava? Was that was that the yeah, mojo bean or was that the whipping bean? Yeah, fava beans. You know, fava beans are, you know, mojo beans, good for wishing, good for luck. Um, what's that? What's that? The, what's the St. Joseph bean? That's that's the mojo bean. That's how it kind of got brought into conjure, from my understanding, uh, from, you know, Sicilian and Italian immigrants in New Orleans and that area. Every year, you know, they do a St. Joseph altar. They usually right. had a big bowl of fava beans. And everybody takes one home. Most of you know, good luck, keep you from starving, you know, make sure you have plenty of food for the year. Aren't they also good for um for employment? Or making sure you have well, steady that's, work. That's Joseph too. You know, that come later. The first the first use really, it stems from when there was a famine and People prayed to St. Joseph and fava beans, you know, grew all over like crazy, so people had something to eat. So that's when he was associated with the fava bean, and that was on the altar. So it's a small step from thinking, if we take this, it'll keep make sure we don't starve to death, to the idea of, well, what keeps you from starving to death? Having money. Well, how do you get money? A job. So it's kind Having of a chain effect. Right. So out there in the gallery, you right there, I'm looking at your number, you know who I'm talking to. You that need a job, get you some fava beans. Call them mojo beans if you want, if it, if it makes you feel special. But go into the store and get you some fava beans. You can get a great big one-pound bag for like $3, <clears throat> okay? Now, if you were to go on to the shop, you could probably get three beans for a dollar. And I'm just being honest. You get three beans for a dollar. Well, you can get the whole bag for three. Get, get, you know, make sure the whole block is employed. You know, whatever you want to do with it. Hannibal Lecter loves fava beans. Remember and that? And a liver and a nice Chianti. Yeah, and a nice Chianti. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. You know, what? You know, you know how long it took me. before I figured that that was a wine? <laughs> what do you think it was? Like a ketchup or something? Well, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm country man. I had no idea that was a wine. Amore, did you know that was a wine? No, no, mm-mm. so I'm with you there. there we <laughs> wow. Go. I know somebody Sadly, out there in the gallery. I knew it was a wine, was... but you know. <laughs> but I, did you I, tell I anybody that? No, I didn't tell nobody. I just let them go on. <laughs> All right, now. I know people are like, oh, man, this is getting kind of dry. Hopefully you've got 
a pen and paper and you're writing some of this stuff down. All right, now we're going to get to our normal shenanigans eventually, I'm sure. Somebody's going to mention a Gatorade bottle or a Hogwall or, or something. And then we're going to get into our, our our wild fits of laughter, and then the show usually goes downhill from there. But you might want to get the instructional part while we're doing it, okay? Now, I want to touch on something. You know, we gave out a few roots and herbs. I Definitely, if you're a guy out there, you know, if we got a caller out there with outdoor plumbing, definitely have a John the Conqueror root. You know, I keep one in my pocket all the time. I was talking to another buddy of mine earlier today, and I always have a, a John the Conqueror root. You know, we gave out the rosemary for the booster, booster of feminine energy, all right? Well, the John the Conqueror root boosts male energy, all right? Like Eddie Murphy said in that movie, you know, we was talking to the Chinese guy. He said it helps get your yang up. John the Conqueror, <laughs> when carried in your pocket, is good for your your nature. And I got the air quotes going. Your nature, all right. It, it just helps. It just helps a man feel like a man. All right. Always, it, it's good for luck. It's good for gambling. There, there's that's like the quintessential conjure root. That's not a whole lot you can't do with a John the Conqueror root, or not a whole lot you can't boost or make more effective by adding a little piece of John the Conqueror root. Okay, Hi John the Conqueror is a is the root of a species of morning glory. Okay, most of the John the Conqueror that we get now is like down from from like Mexico or something like that. Again, you can get it really cheap. Don't go to the hoodoo shops. You can get it really cheap off eBay. All right, hoodoo shops are gonna sell them to you five dollars a piece. You can get them off eBay. You can get like a a, a one ounce bag of them for the same five dollars. All right. Bargain shop when you do this stuff. Now, if you got something you absolutely have to have, then, you know, there are, there are a lot of conjure superstores out there online. But, you know, bargain shop, it's the same thing without the fancy packaging, okay? Now, when you, when you first start doing some work, maybe you picked up a recipe, maybe you got something you want to try or whatnot, what's one of the first things you should have? One of the first things. Faith and intent. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say go ahead, Amore. You're you're promoted today. <laughs> he is look, he is gonna ride that out is, for the I next know. hour and like, thirty minutes. I used to do very little. Thank y'all for getting <laughs> He's me. gonna ride that out the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Come on, Amore, get up to it. But you know what? Actually, sis, I want you I want you to speak on something. You sent me something over Facebook about faith. Mm-hmm. Now you think you can paraphrase a people, that a little bit? Yeah, a lot of people. The simple fact that um, I was talking about a last color that we have. Um, a lot of people just don't have that faith in their cells, their faith in their works, their faith in you know doing what they need to do. Um, one also is that a lot of the workers and the practitioners they'll start and they'll do a wonderful job and they'll get discouraged by these these internet communities or, or some kind of bashing goes on or, or something on Facebook or whatnot and then their light dims. You have to it's not about what he says, what she says, what what that practitioner does over there, what what this one has on their high horse. It's about what you do what you do and what faith you have in your work. It comes, it derives from you. The more that you shine, the more that you have love and encouraging and, and passion in your work, and, and the essence that comes from yourself speaks on how your work is effective, period. 
a lot of people, I've seen so many people that talk to me now that are, are wonderful workers and they do great stuff, but it's the lack of their faith and their ability. They're sitting here praising other people. No, you you have that same ability. I'm just I'm just a worker like everybody else here. <laughs> there ain't nothing nothing overly special about me. I just I do what I do. I have faith in myself and I do it. I get it done. Have faith in your work. Have faith in the people. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks around you. Don't worry about somebody teaching you. The time will come when you need to know what you need to know when it comes by. Just have faith and keep on going. Don't ever stop. Because if I would have did that, then I wouldn't have got to the point that I am today. So that's what no, I was I'm, sharing I'm, with them earlier. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, and I, I really felt that when you said it. Because the mm-hmm. Internet can be a double-edged sword. I mean, we, we're going to talk about this for a minute. Because when Mama Rue was on, she made an excellent point. You know, because we've got people out there that are just starting. Maybe they're the outcast from their family. Maybe they're the oddball. You know, everybody else is playing spades, and they want to use those same cards to tell somebody's fortune, okay? The rest of the family doesn't have a candle because they've all got the flashlight app on their phone, but they're they're burning candles, and people walk in the house, and they're looking at them crazy. Look, if you're out there and you feel alone, you know, the Internet can be a wonderful resource for communicating with like-minded people, okay? Then you won't feel so alone. You'll run into somebody like me or Doc, or Amora, or Mama Roo, or Auntie who calls in. You won't run into the prophet. The prophet's never on the, uh, he's never on the Internet. But you're going to run into some really good people, okay? What's the other side of that sword? You're going to run into a bunch of assholes, okay? Pull no punches, point blank. That's what you're going to run into in a lot of these groups because they let the conversations turn into pissing matches, okay? It doesn't... It, it it degrades from let's all share our knowledge so that we all grow. It, it turns into, well, I know this. Oh, yeah, well, that's wrong. Well, that's wrong. Folks, let me tell you some, a little something about Conjure. If you live on a street and you've got ten workers and you walk from door to door asking for a way to draw love, you you might get ten different recipes, all right? You might get ten different kinds. Different spells, or as we call them, work, tricks, whatever. A lot of this stuff is regional, okay? When the ancestors were putting this wonderful thing called conjure together, what grows in Louisiana with this marshy climate may not grow over here in Georgia. And vice versa. What grows down here may not grow up in Arkansas. May not, you know, so a lot of this stuff is regional. So who are they to tell you? That something is wrong. And when you're new and you're jumping into these forums and you're seeing these big names bickering back and forth about who's right and who's wrong, you know, what Amora said happens, your light will dim. And, you know, if you progress to the point that you want to become a professional root worker, you got to take this a step further. I personally will not take a client who has no faith, okay? Clients will come to you. They come to me, and they're all downtrodden, and they're, and they're beat down, and they're sad, and they're depressed. But you will have that one client, and you can always tell them, the, the, the Debbie Downer, no matter what. You tell them to, to do something, take a spiritual bath, and they're already telling you it's not going to work. Or you tell them to take something to their ancestor altar, which we'll touch on a little bit later, and they're telling you that ain't going to work, all right? 
as much as you may want to help them, sometimes you got to cut those people loose, all right, because you do not want their lack of faith to rub off on you. When I do some work, it's like flipping the light switch. When I flip the switch, I know the light's going to come on, assuming I paid the bill, you know. <laughs> I know it's going to come on. I don't worry about that, okay? Your work should be the same way. When you do that work, it's like Ron Popeil, you know, the, the guy with the spray-on hair and the rotisserie thing. Set it and forget it. It's done. It's over with. Now you're sitting back with your feet up on the desk, reared back in the chair, waiting for it to manifest. That's some of the most exciting time for my work, be it hexing and cursing or blessing, seeing how it's going to manifest. You know, if I'm blessing somebody or I'm doing some money drawing or whatever, I don't know if they're going to hit the number. I don't know if they're going to get unexpected overtime. I don't know if, you know, that uncle they, they really couldn't stand is going to die and leave them an inheritance. I, I, I have no idea. I sit back and wait and see how it's going to manifest. Same thing with hexing somebody. You, you you may hex, curse, whatever. You don't know if they're going to take ill. You don't know if they're going to get hit by a truck. You don't know. That's part of the beauty of it, waiting to see how it's going to manifest, okay? <clears throat> so you said it, and you forget it, and you wait. Don't let these people and their doubts and their and their frustrations and their lack of faith rub off on you because what's going to happen inevitably, you're going to listen to that enough, and then you're going to start to doubt yourself just a little bit. Just a little bit. They're going to call you and text you and worry you and bug you. And then just a little bit, it's going to start out as, man, I wish this would hurry up so that, you know, they'll be satisfied. And then it may take a week longer. And then you're like, oh, man, if. And once that if or maybe or I hope enters, well, now now you don't screw the pooch. All right? Because now you're doubting yourself. And once you doubt yourself, that's when you run into problems. And that's what a lot of new people run into, that doubt. That's one of the toughest hurdles you're going to have to overcome when you start this journey. All right? Now, let me step down off my soapbox. What's next, y'all? I would say candles. I know you were touching bases on it a little bit there as far as, like, reading the candles and whatnot. But, like, what candles can they use? Um, like, what all-purpose candles? I know because we, we touch bases on all the different colors that people like to use, like pink, purple, whatever. But, you know, if you can't get, like, if you have your recipe and it tells you a certain candle to use and you can't get a hold of that, all-purpose candle, white. White, definitely. Works out every time. It's it's the regular classic. It's the all-purpose candle. You can't go wrong with white. You can do everything with a white candle. Mm-hmm. It's, there's never really a wrong time to burn a white candle, okay? Go down to Dollar General. Um, we had a brother that called in that um, goes by Baba Juju. And he, was a, he was a big proponent of going to Walmart. Go and get you a dollar, a dollar candle. You know, if you can't find that green one because you want to work this money spell, then get you a white one. If you can't find a red one because you, you're trying to draw some love, get you a white one. You know, whatever those colors are, blue, brown, whatever. If you can't find them, get you a white one. You know, like Amora said, there's never a wrong time for a white candle. So write that down on your list with all the, with the stuff we've already mentioned. Write down white candles. A little bit further down the road, you can start stocking up on colors. But when you're just starting out, get you some white candles. All right? Now, 
you've gathered a few things. Now, I know when it comes to anything magical, it's kind of like when people start learning a foreign language. When you start learning a foreign language, the first thing you want to learn how to do is start cussing. First thing you want to do is start cussing. Well, me at least. Maybe I'm speaking, you know, letting everybody know, like, the inner workings of Papa Lou's mind. But I know a lot of people want to learn the cuss words. Same thing with this stuff. Everybody wants to start hexing. I want to hex and curse somebody. Okay, but what happens when they've got protections up and that starts bouncing back at you? All right, so the first two things that you need to learn that we're going to talk about next, cleansing and protection, because they go hand to hand. Now, somebody throw something out about cleansing. Because Doc's got some good cleansing. Um, based, you know, especially with the pine, with the pine. Do you do pine needles? Needles, bark, sap, sticks, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now say they've got a pine tree in their yard. How would they go about combining all that stuff for a good spiritual cleansing? Get the needles, boil them in a pot of water, collect that sap, especially when it turns hard into resin. And that's what you use as incense. That bark, (coughs) you can put that in hands, you can put it in oils, anything like that. So you can bathe in the tree. And then you can get a little coal, incense coal, or just any kind of coal, and put that piece of resin on it like incense and then smoke yourself with it. Mm. Just don't do too much in a closed environment. It's a little it's a little smoky, got some tar kind of to it. Might better okay. do it outside. Ain't nothing wrong with the with the little smoke. Or vape. No, no vaping. No, okay. So would you recommend them doing the spiritual cleaning the day before that they hex, or can they do it after? You know I what? like doing it both. Right. Right. I had this That's question come up before. <laughs> I like doing both, especially after. If you can right before, go for it. I, You know what? I try to... With just about every work I do, I try to do it both mm-hmm. ways, before and after. Okay. Because I'll Maybe tell I you, and, I, and I don't know if y'all have this experience, but mm-hmm. when you're doing a lot of love work, say you have two or three clients back to back, and you're doing love work for them, you start mm-hmm. getting a lot of odd attention. It's like for some reason that kind of work, you know, it, it like you know it lights you up, and the next thing you know, here comes you know, a bunch of moths fluttering around you. It never seems to work for money, though. You know, when I do money work for folks, I, I can have ten clients and I, I don't draw a dime. I don't know why it works that way. I knew a lady on money work. She said any time she did it for free, she lost money. So she never oh, wow. did anything money-related for free. She says they always had to give her cash and coins because... She, to her experience, she said every time she did it otherwise, she lost money and they gained it. Hmm. Well, I can't be having none of that. I don't, you know what? I, Good I don't, to know. I don't, I, know I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want none of that action. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it the office. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's a, that's a good cleansing recipe. You can take a spiritual bath. Push comes to shove, okay? You you could you could dump a little Florida water in a bathtub, and a, and a heck of a lot of prayer, and get a halfway decent spiritual bath out of it. If you want to mm-hmm. do a deep cleaning, um, we've mentioned it. I, I've given out this recipe before with the with the with the black coffee, blessed salt, and lemon juice makes a very good and effective um, uncrossing bath and a good spiritual cleansing bath. And there are a bunch of different recipes that you can use. But in a pinch, you could use, you know, just some Florida water. So write that down. Write that down. Florida water. All right. And there's some there's to get really more than you think. You, you know what? Florida water. water at Walgreens. I don't see it anymore. You know, for it's a while you were finding now. at Walmart. Yeah, I was going to say, for a while you were finding at Walmart. Oh, I go to the Mexican markets. They got Florida water, every kind of water you can think of. They even got mm-hmm. conjure shampoos. Yep, orange water. What's this orange water? How do y'all get this? What? Can orange I get six water. of those? <laughs> Use a lot of it. But that's where I go for a lot of stuff. There's the mm-hmm. Mercado down the road. They got everything. Uh, I'm right. close to the Mexican border right now, so you know I can just go down to the well, yacht. Be like, hey, girl. <laughs> Now, see, sis, I didn't know that. I'm going to have to get with you after the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so get you some Florida water. You're going to want to do your cleansing. You, you can't you can't build a build a mansion on top of quicksand, all right? So you want to build a strong foundation. Make sure you're clean before you start doing this work, both physically and spiritually. You know, as Doc is fond of saying, clean your house. Clean your house, nasty. You believe how many people want something done in their house to be full of roaches as big as Rottweilers? I don't care if Satan's in there sitting at your damn recliner. I ain't going in there with bugs that big. They'll carry me away. Shoot, I'd rather stand up to Satan in there. Whoa, whoa, Jesus. Hitchhikers. You know what? I'm more just had. The more just had a moment. Did you hear that? That whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> she, she just had the motive on that one. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, Somebody yeah, you got the you. you can't. You are not yeah. allowed to show fear on the porch. I know, mm. man. I will show fear on the porch. My mom had me try to kill a roach in my socks and act like it played possum. My mom's sitting there, oh, go clean it, go clean it, Miha, go clean I'm like, no, it's it's going to move. Oh, I'll I get my vacuum to go clean. She's like, yo, no, stop moving. Go get a tissue. That bad boy ran over you my head. out the window. I almost cried. I cried. My mom's rolling. I'm crying, having a heart attack. The thing just ran out. So I ain't never. Nope. You can have roaches. See, <laughs> see that right there is the worst. You ever step on one, but I guess, you know, he pulled a matrix on you and managed to get, like, in the groove at the bottom of your yes. shoe. So when you lift yes. your shoe up, he, like, flips you the bird and runs off. Yeah, that's what he did. This just ran all Liz. over my head. We got to sit her off the porch. She's got to sit on the step now. I, I'm on the step. Okay. You're on the step now. You got scared. I'm on the, the step, rocking, looking for roaches. It, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> right there, my tea. Where's my tea? <laughs> oh Lord. Oh. But you know what? Okay. So let, let's say you you you've cleaned all the dirt and debris out of your house, assuming you have some. Now you got to spirit. Now you got to clean your house 
of negative energy just like you clean your body, just like you clean your body, okay? Now, there are all these wonderful, you know, there's Chinese wash and there's, there's all kinds of stuff. But how about just open, you know, open the windows, open the blinds. Let, let some fresh air in, let some sunlight in. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised at how much that helps. See, a lot of folks, and I don't, you know, I see we've got some local callers, local to me at least. And maybe some of y'all grew up down here in the south. And you had like a, you know, you grew up around some old folks. The first thing they would do in the morning would be to open the windows, open the blinds, and probably even open the door, even though it's like 20 degrees outside. They're going to let some fresh air in. They're going to let some fresh air in. What about during summer? Had a brand new central heating and air system, too cheap to use it. Now I open the windows, we're turning on the attic fan. It's not Mm -hmm. even helping. You know what? We had an we <laughs> growing up. We had one of those attic fans, and you couldn't even talk on the phone because that thing was like whoa, 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 whoa. Oh wow! And, and it's sucking, it's sucking the air in the front door. So you know, the lights are off in the house. It may be like eighty degrees, eighty-five in the house, but it's sucking all the hundred-degree air in the front door. It's kind of like, um, well. Hmm. Imagine living in the basement. It's nice and cool. Everything's fine. They won't turn on the attic fan. All of a sudden, the basement is not so pleasant anymore. And they don't care. Man, I'm so (laughs) mad. I'm going to throw a wrench up in that attic fan mess it all to hell. It's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Mama turned that thing on. No, it's fine. Yeah, come down here to the basement. You know, our... Our, our attic, attic fan murdered many a balloon. Ooh! It, it was it was it was the balloon killer. So you know it 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 it, it murdered many a many a birthday many a birthday. Mm, but anyway, we didn't have too many balloons. <laughs> <laughs> so you cleaned your body. You have cleaned your house. You're ready to get the hexen. No, why are you not yet ready? Because that cuts into our business. Well, yeah, that too. That too. (laughs) Speaking speaking of which, (laughs) if you would like to speak to either one of us with any um, personal conjure needs, you want a consultation, our information is on the Facebook page as well as um, it will be posted in the show notes. We've got websites. We've got blogs. And we even put our phone numbers up there, as crazy as it may seem. We put our phone numbers up there if you want to give us a call, okay? So book a, book a consultation. We'll talk about your problem. We'll talk to you. We'll give you a couple of potential remedies. And if you want us to do the work for you because you just don't feel confident enough yet, we'll go ahead and take care of that for you also. There, and that's our little, that's our little spiel. But what's next? Protection. Why do you want to start firing off at somebody else and you're wide out and open? All right? You want you just like if you're in a war, you're going to want to duck behind something to deflect that incoming bullet. Same thing in conjure. You want to throw up some protections. And not only, you know, this isn't just for if someone is throwing at you. This is also just to keep general bad luck away. Just general bad luck. All right. Throw you some devil's shoe string out in your yard. What's that? 
I mean, you know, you should be really good at that sort of work before you think of throwing at anybody. I think unless you've been doing conjure for a year minimum regularly, no, really thorough knowing how to cleanse and protect, you don't need to so much as even think about throwing at anybody. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. No, you know what? I agree. You know, at the at the most, within that first year, the most you should do is a reversal. The most. Mm-hmm. Which which is a form of protection. And it's really effective. You know, somebody throws something at you, you got a good reversal up. It bounces back. A lot of times you don't even feel it. You just see, you know, bodies hitting the floor around you. So you can throw up a, a really good reversal. Some of the most simple protections are really, really old. You can get some red brick dust. Red brick dust on your doorstep. And, again, don't use it the way the skeleton key told you, because I know a lot of y'all out there watch that movie, the skeleton key, and you figure it's a good idea. You're going to buy some red brick dust. Probably You you probably pay $8 for it. Um, who knows how much you pay for shipping. And you waited three months to get it. And now you're sprinkling it outside your doorstep, and voila, unprotected. And then I your dog can buy brick dust. No. <laughs> Why? You you mean tell me no matter where you live, you can't find one brick to beat with a hammer? Oh, yeah, you can. I never understood that. Do you just not want to beat it with a hammer? Are you lazy, or did you think just, it was some magical thing that wasn't... Well, you people don't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. It's a powdered brick. That's all it is. And, you know, there's people out there right now thinking red brick dust was something else. It's a powdered mm-hmm. brick. Get brick, it, get hammer. Beat, there you go. You know, brick repeat. Hammer equals and repeat. Dust. And repeat and yeah. repeat and repeat until you get dust. There you Put go. Put it in the old pillowcase if you want to collect it. Just beat the devil out of it. Yeah. And, and, and it's so much cheaper. I mean, I don't know if y'all are, looking, if y'all are noticing the theme here, but, you know, we, we're, we're some cheap folks on this show. We are cheap, so we, you know, we we do our conjure, and I guess you could say it's traditional. You know, we use what we have, and we go out and procure it in the most inexpensive way possible. If you go walking down here, you you're gonna find like an old wall, or old chimney, or something, and you can get you a brick. Well, procure you a brick with with the proper permission from said brick owner. All right, push come to shove, go to Home Depot or Lowe's and buy you one brick. Yeah, Walmart sells a brick. Like $2. Yeah, because it's your brick. That's it. Beat it up. Folks are paying, I don't know how much, I think I I, I saw like $3 for an ounce of red brick dust. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You can get a a whole brick for that much. A whole brick. Wow, we need to go in the red dust business. (laughs) You know what's bad? I got the Acme Brick Company. Just down the road, I could just get it pre-baked, I guess. Ain't that sad? I don't even have to work for it. But I got Look, probably 12,000 bricks in my backyard, so it doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to swing a hammer. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, look, we're we're telling folks to go out and, you know, to, to get this stuff as cheap as possible. But none of us sell it, so, you know, it don't, it don't make us none, you know. No, we, we, don't, know, we don't sell we, it. 
<laughs> I know that selling do we talk about? <laughs> we're talking about all the stuff that we're not prepackaging. Yeah, selling. all the stuff that we're not packaging up. We're like, yeah, go get it somewhere else. Nah, don't go buy it from them. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to think that if we were selling it, we would still give out this. No, nah, we wouldn't. Why? Why lie? No, we wouldn't. I would. We, 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 we were. We were selling it. You, uh, I, I would admit, I don't I, like going to the post office. Yeah, I would. I would talk really quickly, mm-hmm. really quickly. But red brick, don't lay it in a line. If if you want an effective protection, and some of you gonna get a little squeamish, all right. Don't go getting all squirrely on this when we tell you this. But the traditional way is to add a few drops of your own urine to the red brick dust and scrub it into your front stoop. You just use it. If you don't know. I empty the bladder into the bucket. (laughs) And you always say morning's the best. Morning's the best. First thing in the morning. Oh, and if you can't get it after a night of drinking, so you got that piss that's got Hennessy in it, like Robert Pryor said. Oh, yeah. Got that fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's bad. Okay, well, evidently what? I'm on the phone with a couple of Lushes, so. <laughs> no. Well, that's obvious. <laughs> right, because cause Amora always has empty Patron bottles in her house to be using for conjure. Hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> what well, I guess. <laughs> I keep it clear. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so, so there you go. We, we've given you a few things you can use for some protection, folks. All right. Now, I know you've got some questions out there. Our phone lines are full and not one hand is up. So I guess you guys are writing. After you get through with your note taking, I know you've got some questions. I know you've got a comment. I know you've always wanted to know something about conjure. Okay. If you've got a if you got a, a concern of yours and you want a brief mini consultation then hit one. You hit one, your hand will go up, and we'll answer your question. Maybe you got somebody that's going astray, and you want to know what can you do to bring them back. Something simple, something that a beginner could do. Maybe you got, I don't know, maybe maybe you got the gout, and you want to find out how to knock the gout out with Conjure. Well, no, we don't know how to Ooh. do that. But anything well, else, <laughs> well, there, is a, there is a way. <laughs> No practice in medicine without a license. I got an idea. No practice in medicine without a license. Let's just but, sit here and not talk to somebody calls and make it awkward. No, nope. I, sit here all I got I got a better idea. I got a better oh, idea because Amora made a request, so I'm going to go ahead and we're going to take a brief music break. Let everybody hop up, use the bathroom. Maybe we got some drinkers out there that need to make a run to the bathroom. And when we come back, we are going to. Maybe touch on touch a little bit on that last caller that we had from the show before, and you know what she was going through, and we'll talk about some things you can do to overcome people in your lives that are kind of looking down on you because you're practicing this. All right, so we're gonna take this uh, musical break. You guys got about four minutes. We'll be right back with you. My lover's got humor. Giggle at a funeral Knows everybody's disapproval Should've worshipped her sooner 
If the heavens ever did speak, she's the last true mouthpiece. Every Sunday's getting more bleak, fresh poison each week. We were born sick, you heard them say it. My church offers no absolute. She tells me worship in the bedroom. The only heaven I'll be sent to is when I'm alone with you. I was born sick, but I love it. And me to be Church by Amor. Who was that? Oh, 
Hoser, Hoser, H-O-Z-I-E-R. There we go. Take Me to Church by Hoser. All right. And you know what the, you know what the cool thing is? Next week, because see, technically, you know, we're kind of bootlegging it right now, but next week we will be completely legit. We can play whatever. All right? We can play whatever. So, you know, we'll we'll, we'll be... You know, able to strut and just play it or whatever, and just go. You know what? I don't care, and and like thumb our noses at everybody else on Block Talk, who's not playing, who's not paying royalties like we will be. <laughs> All right, we'll be what we got next? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like you know, a good ninety nine point nine percent of Block Talk shows that play, you know, are are like playing illegal music, probably. And and that point one percent that's not they're just straight talk. They don't play anything. Or they've got the little old lady in the back with the xylophone going ding ding ding. I can get my boy <laughs> play the banjo. I'll get the you know, the spoons and the washboard. Oh hey, well, hey, do that. And then I'm gonna get the jug with the three X's on it and just blow into it. Hoo, hoo, hoo. You wanna borrow mine? It's almost empty. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. See? <laughs> See, y'all make fun of the Patron bottles. We're not playing Patron bottles. That is not bluegrass. Come on, man. No, no. Get back I, to the You stand. know what? I, I, I have not even had a – when's the last time I had some Patron? I have no – you know what? I have no idea. It's been far, far too long. <clears throat> look, I just make sure I know where my car is because – Tequila, made I can't. out of a cactus. Yes. Yeah. The only thing I drank out of cactus is definitely not liquor, but it has similar effects. Oh man! <laughs> I believe we know. <laughs> I know, right? It's no, not Monday. It is not I'm Monday. Write that down. <laughs> you know what that is? <laughs> okay. So let's let's say we we've laid a decent groundwork out there. I know we got some people out there right now. They're like, "Well, give us some spells. We want some work." Ha 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 ha. Okay. I hope somebody's out there laughing just like that, so I can picture it and laugh about it. That's funny. No, you you know what's funny? See, sometimes I forget that this is radio, and I'm like doing like these weird gargamel like hand gestures. You know, I'm, I'm like making the call. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Like I'm about to eat a Smurf or something, man. (laughs) Look, I mean, I wish you could have seen the hand gestures and, like, my body posture, and I get all into this. Like, seriously, when we play a song, if it's got, got, like, guitar or some drums, man, I'm over here, like, airplaying. I'm airplaying them. I'm a mean air air guitar player. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. When when you've got (laughs) nothing else to do on Friday night but sit and talk to you guys, and our millions and millions of fans, the delusions of grandeur, <laughs> you you become pretty good at the air guitar. I'm gonna sprinkle some more Damiana outside my um outside well, my door. What happens? It makes you feel oh, better. Lord. <laughs> it's not necessarily millions, but we are into the thousands now, according to. We're my doing numbers. good. We are doing very well. I am surprised that so many people tune in to listen to us. Cause because we're not your mom and pop conjuroo. Yeah. We are not. You know, I listen to some of the other shows, 
And um, I know we said we weren't going to do this, but there's nothing wrong with constructive criticism. Some of the other shows, man, they don't even laugh with each other. It's like it's like listening to a lecture. And I know for a fact now there's not one other conscious show out there that uh, talks about hogwallers half as much as we do. Half I know as much. So we we've called the market. On. Nobody has a cussing Monday. Nobody has a cut. Well, I you don't got know. A caller. There, there's one show in particular that does a lot of cussing on Monday, and those folks are pretty awesome. Uh oh, we actually do oh. have a caller. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. I mean, damn. Let's see what we got going on here. Um, hello? 770-873, thanks for calling. Who All right, speaking hi. I have, a, I have a question. What about the um, candle if there's, like, black in it? Does, it what's the, does that mean anything at all? There's black soot after it's done burning. He says, I'm not going to tell you who I am. Just answer my question. Who are you speaking with? <laughs> this okay. is. Uh huh. And we're talking. And we're talking to. Oh, Come on, just, just give us a name. Nadine, Nadine, Nadine. Okay, this is Nadine. Oh, hey, Nadine, how are you? Okay. <laughs> I was like, who is this? <laughs> Man, I promise you, I just collapsed back on my sofa like, whew, that was like pulling teeth. My goodness, I'm drained. Somebody answer her question. I'm drained. I, I can't. I can't. Go oh, ahead, I got demoted. <laughs> Linda, Linda, no, Linda, honey, Linda. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, Linda, listen. Linda, honey, no, listen. I was about to pour tea, and I was like, I don't even know who I'm pouring tea for. <laughs> okay. okay. What happened was? <laughs> All right. Amor, she's yeah. got some black soot on her candle. Ooh. Black soot means that either somebody, is it burning clean? Besides, oh, no. It, I'm asking for someone. It, it's, um, it's black on the top, and then it started burning clean a little bit after that. And, like, thereafter, it burned clean. Okay, oh, that so normally it, it just means out that somebody. Oh. Yeah, started out. Mm-hmm. But it's burning clean now. What I would do, it means that she possibly has, or whoever that person is, is possibly having some work done on them. So mm-hmm. I would go ahead and smudge out the candle, go ahead and clean mm-hmm. it real quick uh, with a little mm-hmm. bit of Florida water, and just uh, mm-hmm. go ahead and re-bless it. Um, pray mm-hmm. over it and then relight it, and then normally it should go ahead and burn clean from there. If it doesn't, then you probably need some work done from there. But mm-hmm. it just means somebody's possibly working on it a little bit right now. If it's not a, a, a full darkness to it. Okay, Stop. thank you. I'm, okay, and and allow me to interject. Yes. Of course. Oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. This was on point. But sometimes, remember, remember, we were speaking about cheap wax and whatnot earlier. True. Ask, ask your friend if her candle had an exceptionally long wick when she lit it, because you, um, you said it it burned um, black at first. 
sometimes mm-hmm. when they've got those really long wicks and you don't trim the wick, mm-hmm. um, it'll flare up really bright when you first light it. And that, ign- right, that ignition right then will create some black soot in the beginning. Okay. So you got so you okay. got two um two possible reasons. One mm-hmm. spiritual, one one more mundane. All right. Mm-hmm. That that can account for the black soot. Also, um, was the candle dressed with anything? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so it's just a plain candle. Bam, air ducts. Say one more time, I'm sorry. Which was it near any fans or air ducts? Well, that I'm not sure of. To see any kind of airflow from like a fan or something, (coughs) air conditioner, heater, can cause a Mm -hmm. candle flame to dance even ever so slightly (coughs) and Mm -hmm. get to the side and cause smudge. Okay, okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So have have, have your friend check all those things. Yeah, you're awesome. Have your friend check all those things. And if if none of those is the cause, then then do it, my little sister, he said. Okay. All righty. Thank you. All right. Thank you for calling. And boom, back to the gallery she goes. Ta-da! All right, cool. Voila. There we go. But you know what? I like that. I like that. You know, that I mean, that was a good question because that happens a lot. That happens mm-hmm. a lot. And it's so hard to read candles now. You used to be able to read candles fairly reliably because people were all using the same kind of wax. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, it was pretty much standard what type of wick to use. And or people were using beeswax, which burns so clean. But now with all this different kind of wax and people aren't really being careful about how they position the wick so it's not dead center. Um, I think Mama Rue told me once about a candle that she had where the wick was pretty much laying against the glass, you know, the whole way through. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so you, you never really can tell. That, you know, and that's that's an easy way for a candle to pop on you. That's an easy way for a candle to pop. And so a lot of times I'll have people calling me going, oh, Papa Lou, my candle just broke. What does that mean? And so I have to, you know, kind of diagnose all the easy stuff first that can cause a candle to pop. I mean, a candle could pop from, you know, you have, you're, you've you been burning it for a while, you know, that glass will heat up. And you got it sitting by the door and it's cold outside, cold air comes in, meets the hot glass and pop. There you go. That's true. Temperature change. Temperature change can make you pop. Sometimes too many air bubbles in there. Mm-hmm. You got know, little firecrackers in there. You know, the little air bubble heats up, and it pops kind of like a, um, a kernel of popcorn. When you get enough of those, you can weaken the glass and get a crack in the glass. You know, that'll happen sometimes. Put too much product in there. Oh, one of the herbs gets too hot. I had that happen one time. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Especially when they collect at the bottom and catch on fire. Yeah, right. I had that. Yep, it just exploded Boom. out of nowhere. <laughs> I was like, "Holy right. crap!" <laughs> and you know what? I've you know I learned the hard way one time. I I was dressing. I dressed the candle, and then I added some balmagilead buds in there. And balmagilead, you know, for those of you who don't know, it comes from the cottonwood tree, a species of poplar. It's good for love work, and they look like little 
brown football-shaped things. And, you know, I had a couple of things go off. I had, like, love shrapnel flying through the house. It's like, plow, plow, love plow. shrapnel. The Louisan for the night. Yeah, love that's the Louisan for the night. Love shrapnel, okay? Which, ironically, I have used that term before, but totally different circumstances. We'll talk about it on Monday. Oh, Lord. <laughs> With the cactus. Am I the only one being good tonight? I I think I'm behaving. Yeah, I did good. <laughs> it's after no, our 60 I'm... minutes. We're good to go. You know what? Yeah, we are. That's, we actually that's are. That's not till next week, isn't it? Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, damn fuck. <laughs> you know, you know what though? I was actually about to say beforehand. You know what? We're gonna actually before we go live on the radio, we're gonna have to actually maybe have a planning meeting because I was gonna say like, y'all, why don't we do a um, a dry run? And see if we can go like the whole first hour without cussing. But just like the first cussing Monday, I think I was the first one to cuss this week. I cussed. Yeah. I think I said hell. Oh, well, well, hell don't count. Hell is in the Bible. Yeah, SCC don't yeah. care about hell, right? Okay. Exactly. That's, 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 that's a place. <laughs> they don't care about they don't care about hell or dams. They don't they don't they don't give they don't give a damn about dams. So right. you know the FCC, the FCC doesn't care about anything really. Really, they 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 frown on on Gatorade bottles. Yeah, yeah, more. They frown um, on prank. They frown on prank. Yeah, you, 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 yeah. No dropping f bombs next week until after after the sixty minute mark, and you know I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Well, I like what I'll do is. I'll keep my phone on mute so I'm not inspired with an emotional eruption. And then once that's done, I'll unmute it and answer a question. Just to be right. sure. Because I hate be to cost you money, you know. What, you mean um, that the FCC well, I mean, will it's, find it's working show. working with the spirit with, with Papa Lou, Dr. Corbo, and Amora? Oh, no. It, it just says with Papa Lou on there. I got demoted, well, gonna, remember, so maybe Amora be, may have to find there's gonna be an I will not get the fine. I'm gonna put a timer on my end. Sixty minutes. I'm gonna be looking at that bad boy like I'm gonna have to baby I'm, 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 I'm running to a Morris house and fleeing over the border. <laughs> I'm free. Get get hung up. I'll get hung up on the fence, flipping a finger at the FCC. <laughs> if Howard, if Howard Stern can do it, I'm sure we'll get away with it. Right. That's true. You know. Couple of million dollars, yeah. it's fine, it's fine. He's still back on radio, <laughs> whatever. Right? Isn't he on <laughs> private radio though, where no FCC yeah, I think he, applies? I, I think he's been banished <laughs> to internet radio, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's serious. Yeah, he's on serious radio. He's on serious, where anything yeah. goes. Serious, mm-hmm. pretty much. Maybe we should have went there. You know what? That's actually a good idea. It's not. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll explore new avenues. See what's going on. See what's going on. Make it lucky. We but, may profile our faces. You know what? We we we've got a comment um, <laughs> on the um, <laughs> we got a comment on the on the text line. And those of you that don't know, because I don't think I've given it out, because I see a few new numbers um, that have dialed in to listen to us. We do have a text line. So if you are too shy to come on the air, which is fine, we understand that you don't want people to hear your voice. We do have a text line, and the number is seven seven zero 
646-648-4171. And you can text your questions or comments in. We'll take care of them on the air. All right. I guess maybe maybe I should have told that first caller that because she didn't she did not want to tell us her name. <laughs> and I see she's still listening. She did not want to tell us her name. It, it, it goes into our archives. But Actually, um, the comment that came in from the um, tell me the name. You'll be nameless from henceforth. You will no. be nameless. You'll be nameless. You'll be. Oh, later. I found that the worst candle explosions happen with the 14-day candles that came in from the text line. Um, you know what? I, I have actually not burned many of those because, Me you know, either. personally, I yeah, I haven't burned too many of them, so I, I don't really know. But you know, good looking out, um, caller. I've seen I really the 21 appreciate that. Day one, which is no, you know, I've seen the 14 days. I've just um, just personally, if I'm going to burn for that long, I switch to my oil lamp. But um, I appreciate the, the warning. Days? Oh yeah, those those the four yeah. wicks and all look like a look like it's a shell for high artillery, you know, bigger than shit. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I've seen those, those those big old things. Actually, hey, we've got a yeah. call here. All righty. All right, we, all right. There we go. Audience participation. Here we go. Finally. <laughs> Hello. Three oh three oh four. You got something to add about that um that fourteen day candle? Yeah, actually, um I've I've had experience with the fourteen day candles and uh Is this guy? Uh, mine was this is Guy, yeah. Guy. Hi what? Hey, hey, guy. How y'all doing? I knew Guy was gonna call in and save us. <laughs> yeah, I had to make a call in. Uh I, I have to say that my experience is with the fourteen day ones was with a bayberry candle. And uh, that sucker exploded, and I mean, fire and everything was going all over the room. I'm gonna tell you what that was, <laughs> was pretty you, were, pretty scary. Were you were you taking cover, guy? That's an important thing. Did you take cover? Yeah, you know, I had a bad feeling about it, so I was actually heading right for it when it went, and uh, it was pretty intense. I mean, it, it made an explosion sound too. It was bad. I thought it was gonna, you know, set the place on fire, um, but. <laughs> Luckily, Picture you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Picture I don't burn this. a whole lot of them. Yeah, I don't. They they make a lot of soot too, so I don't burn them a whole lot. But you know, that was just an experience that I uh, I had to share because it's pretty <laughs> pretty intense. I could I could, uh, I could imagine I could imagine that right there could uh, cause significant pucker factor. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I'm picturing this scene, you know. It's real late at night, 14-day candle. Somebody's praying to Satan. It's real quiet. And, oh. and next thing you know, well, you need some new drawers. Exactly. Because that's what would happen to me, I'm sure. You know. Thank goodness for carpet. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's the truth. I'd rather have linoleum oh. if that happened. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, carpet would make it a little worse, actually. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. Guy, I tell you, you you, you might have just saved me because you know, I I only buy the seven days. But mm-hmm. you know, in the spirit of trying new things, I have been eyeing a couple of those bigger candles. And I'm like, huh, might get more bang for my buck. So, you know, you you just oh, saved me from maybe losing an eye. 
You know, I think that it's probably a very a good thing that I called in because, you know, seriously, I mean, they seem really good at, at, the, at the beginning. But once you get them, you know, they burn real sooty. And like you were talking earlier, um, they don't always get the wick quite right. Um, right. And it, and it can be a real a real trip to try to burn one of Um So, yeah, I mean, I think that you're right. I think that oil lamps, you know, um, work probably better for long-term stuff. You know, and I, I like the seven-day ones because they're a little less intimidating. So, <laughs> you know, awesome. it works out pretty good. Yeah. But y'all are doing a great job tonight, as always. I really enjoy the show and a lot of really good pointers you know, for all of us to to consider. So, you know, God, we we appreciate it, and we appreciate you listening and calling in. Um, and thanks for the comments, because I was a, uh, I was kind of sitting here like, man, is this thing dragging or what? Well, you know, I think we're you know people, you know, it ebbs and flows. You know, they're probably spacing out a little bit. You know, it happens this time of night. <laughs> So, but hopefully, and this God, will get, God, you know, God just pissed off half of our uh, listeners there. They're like, I'm not sweet. My bad. <laughs> My no, bad. No, no, you're good. Um, <laughs> you're good, guys. Right. Well, y'all, we, y'all, we y'all have a good it. evening. All right. Y'all have a good evening. You too, guys. Thanks so much. Uh huh. Bye bye. Bye bye. I do have a question. All right, and go. All right, Doc, it's for you. Uh, A listener wanted to know in reference to they just watched a video about your oil lamp that you did for money, and they wanted you to kind of talk bases, uh, touch bases on that. Um, They said that there was a part where you were carefully hollowing out an arch. Well, the key key to to do that right is, you know, when you cut an orange in half, you don't want to cut it lengthwise, you know. Cut it in half so you've got, you know, how orange has the little pits on the bottom and then on the top where the stem connected. Mhm. You you don't cut that way. Cut the other way horizontally. <clears throat> when you take the orange out, make sure that little piece of white stem that comes up, you don't pull that out because sometimes that'll pull a hole in it. I I don't know if I mentioned that in the video. But basically, you take that half. The other half, you take and you just cut a little circle so you can set the other half in. It acts kind of like a stand for it, or I guess you could put it in a bowl, whichever. And I just filled it with oil and whatever money herbs I had at the time. I think there were some cowrie shells in there. I ain't seen that video in forever. But (laughs) just any... I'm serious. I don't watch my own videos. I don't watch them. But you I, I don't, I don't, I don't money listen to myself on radio. I don't listen to this show either. <laughs> Isn't that something crazy? I do. I'm more, do you, you do? Money yeah. <laughs> and then you make like a wick out of just a normal cotton ball. Stick uh-huh. it in there and light it. Really? Yeah, because, you know, orange is good for cleansing, but it's also money. You know, it's solar in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 good for that sort of stuff, and I just thought, well, hell, I'm just going to use a orange peel. It was one of my moments of drunken inspiration that turned out really well. And there it doesn't you go. explode on you, you know. Don't do kerosene; do oil, you know, like olive oil. 
Don't use vegetable oil for an oil lamp. It's too smoky. Mm-hmm. So use olive oil. Okay. There you go. Awesome. And actually, I've, I've got a question that just came in the text line also. Hopefully, um, hopefully um, Amora's caller, uh, you know, got everything they needed just then. And if not, um, watch the video, replay the show at the same time, boom, you got a step-by-step. All right, and this question coming in from the text line is, what is the difference between an uncrossing bath and a cleansing bath? Also, how do you know the minimum number of days to bathe? All right. Well, wow, that's actually a good question because a lot of times I use them somewhat interchangeably, but I guess a, a cleansing bath is, is one just for, you know, just for day-to-day cleansing. Anytime mm-hmm. you step foot out of your house, anytime you step foot out of your house, you're going to be picking stuff up. And, and we're talking we're talking energies here. We're talking negative vibrations, okay? You're going to pick stuff up, especially if you work in a job, like say, for instance, you work corrections and you're going into a jail or you work in a hospital or you work in a hospice. You know, any place like that, you're going to be picking stuff up. If you are a psychiatrist, if you are a mental health therapist and you deal with um, psychotic patients, you're going to be picking up negativity. No one's, you know, you're not necessarily crossed up, meaning, you're, you know, you, it hasn't come to the point where it's begun to negatively affect your life, but you are picking this stuff up. So you would take a cleansing bath just as a preventative measure. Now, uncrossing is more of a curative measure. You know, when you've been thrown at, when enough people dislike you, they can they can uh, put a hitch in your giddy-up, so to speak, and cross you up. And for people that don't know, when we say crossing, we mean um, someone someone's hexed you. You're traveling down the road of life, and there's a great big X in front of you, and you can't travel. You're stuck in the mud. Everything's going bad. You, you're, you've got a horrible streak of luck. Your dog died, your car then fell off his wheels. Okay, well, you're all crossed up. So an uncrossing bath is a curative measure. It's it's done to take that stuff off of you, to kind of break the hex so you can start climbing out of that hole. Um, that's my definition of it. You guys got something a little bit different you want to add on to it? But, no, if you think you're crossed or if you think you're hexed or something, you may want to get a reading before you start doing all that work. Because I've noticed that sometimes the ones that think they're cursed or crossed, it's just simple things as, like Dr. Corbo said, simply cleaning your house, changing stuff around, doing things about you 85% of the time, Some simple things that you are doing right now that you are not changing. So please, I would suggest the reading and just a simple basic cleaning. The number of days depends on what from the reading that you get. Um, they will tell you what you need to do as far as what herbs or whatnot from the reading and how many days you need to proceed from there. So just best thing, get a reading. <laughs> That's my, all I wanted to add. Go ahead. I would say just for general purposes, no less than three. And I would suggest let's just assume you're crossed. It wouldn't be a bad idea after the uncrossing to do a general cleansing. So do them both. Wait a minute. I just thought of something. Amora, did you contradict something I said? 
Are you are you saying no. that I was wrong? I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did I? I don't no. know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know I what? Think... <laughs> no, I was no, I was messing with you, but I like that. Everybody out there, look, we are not always going to jive with what we say. We all come from completely different backgrounds, and we may disagree with stuff. But I guarantee you we're, we're not going to say that it's wrong. We've got different viewpoints. So I just wanted to point that out because I thought that was pretty cool. You know, just just don't do it again. Don't let that happen again. I won't say that. Don't, <laughs> don't let it happen don't again. Don't fail me again. No. <laughs> yeah, more up, more. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you're giving no. her the treatment I'd give you, huh? <laughs> no, but, yeah, don't fail me again. Yeah. No, but, no, but that, was, that was awesome, though, because because she was right. She was right. I mean, sometimes you don't have to do all that. And, you know, that was an awesome suggestion because a lot of times it is best to do a divination. If you feel something's just a little bit off, you know, have a reading done. Have a reading done. Because you may not be crossed up. You may just um, just be having a, a little bit of bad luck. And there's work you can do to get out of that. But, I mean, just to answer the, the caller's um, specific question, I hope, hopefully we gave you a couple of definitions so you know what the difference is between just a regular cleansing bath and an actual uncrossing bath. You know, one, one you're all messed up and it's taking some work or some cross conditions off of you. The other one is just, is just done, you know, just like taking a shower. You know, if you don't take a shower every day, eventually you'll get, you know, crop rot, you know, crotch rot. It's, it's a oh. preventative mess. <laughs> well, how about this one? Because no one mentioned this. You know, like I like to piss people off. How many times have you no. people swear they was crossed up, but really they were just stupid? Well, everything's going wrong. No, a lack of personal responsibility. My wife they left me. Somebody cursed me. Well, could it be that you screwed her sister or your asshole? A lot of times, stupid can go a long way. Things that make you say, hmm. No, but mm-hmm. that, that, that's true. Personal culpability is um, is a big thing. I mean, I've had that. I've had that happen a lot. I mean, I'll be honest. I, I've I've had people come to me. And, you know, they, they swear they're all crossed up and everything's not going right. And then, you know, we will, during the course of the consultation, I'm doing the reading, I'm asking questions, you know, I'm telling them what I'm seeing. And then more and more of the story will come out, you know, as well, you know, I did tell them to get the heck out and never come back. Well, okay, well, there you go. Well, you know, what's that, bless your heart, when somebody's crossed up. Oh, my I said, she said, ask him what they did wrong. Because, you know, she always knows what I'm doing. She said, ask him what he did wrong. She gets real vicious about it. She said, nobody do that unless he had it coming. If he has it coming, let him deal with it. (laughs) So personal culpability can also be present if you're generally crossed. Maybe you had it coming. So then that gives you the question, do I help them or do I laugh at them and tell them to get the hell out of my house? I I always try to help somebody, um, but sometimes the best help, which I have done before, is to just be honest and tell them, well, you're going through this because of what you did. 
and nobody and nobody's crossed you up. You know, I try to be an ethical worker, you know, and oftentimes being the ethical the ethical or the most moral worker doesn't net you a whole lot of money, but it will get you a lot of appreciation and respect. When you just tell someone, look, you're not crossed up. You you just made a made a dumb decision. And 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 it, it'll iron out. It'll iron out. Or you it'll crossed it up out. and you deserved it. <laughs> Well, that's kind of a gray area with me. I was just about to say, that's kind of a gray area with me. I don't know. I'm going to that one. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we, we've got another. We've got two more questions here. And I'm going to go with the shorter Ooh. one first because we've got one that's kind of lengthy. Okay, the shorter one is how long after a set of cleansing baths should you follow up with a set of sweetening baths? Good question. And, you know, for just a little backstory, a lot of times, folks, when you get the – you get you read these books and they say you will do an uncrossing bath and voila, everything will will straighten itself out. Not necessarily, you know. Just like this this um, question came in, they referenced the sweetening bath. And I said before, when you're all crossed up, when when you've got all this bad juju around you, you're 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 falling down into a hole. You know, you know, you, we've all heard the heard the term. Well, I dug myself into a hole. Okay, you're, you're falling. You're falling. Your your luck's going bad. You know, job, relationship, money, everything's going down. You're falling down into a hole. All that uncrossing bath is going to do is stop you from falling. That's it. It's just going to stop you from falling. All right. But you're still down in the hole, so you need to follow up with sweetening baths or other conditional baths to start to lift you up out of that hole. Now, sometimes, you know, just, just doing crossing baths is enough because you haven't gone down far enough, okay? But if it's been going on for a while, you're going to want to do some sweetening baths to bring yourself out of that hole. Now, sweetening baths could be something as simple as a five-fruit bath, um, a white bath, or, you know, it, it, it could be like a money-drawn bath, love-drawn bath, what have you. And to answer this particular question, I always recommend as the, the night after, the night after you complete it, your your cleansing or, or a series of uncrossing baths. Start the sweetening, okay? Go ahead and start that. Don't let there be a gap. Just go ahead and get it started. All right? And let's get to the um, the other question here. Unless y'all had something to add. Nope, you're good. Finally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm over here like glaring at the screen like a more you bet not. No, but you're good. <laughs> well, in that case, <laughs> what happened? What happened was, well, allow me to retort, Papa Lou. <laughs> I was just clarifying. But, um, I know. You know, allow allow me allow me to add something to that if I if I may. Okay. Anyway, hello. Papa, Amora, and Dr. Corbeau. Say I'm hey, devoted again. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, from, for, all right. Ne- next week we're going to build you. Well, you know what? I got I got something for y'all next week. I got something for you. All right. But um, hello, Papa, Amora, and Dr. Corbeau. I'm new to Conjure, about one year. have not done any... Uh, any work other than spiritual bath, smudging, and burning resins in order to cleanse. I would like to do a honey love jar, and I have all the ingredients. 
I do not have a specific person in mind, but I do know what type. Uh, okay, the, the text came in out of order. I do know what type of person and traits I desire in my partner. Is it feasible to do the love work with no specific person but specific desires in mind? Is a honey or love jar a good beginning conjure? I can okay, see how that most works. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um I say I say yes to both questions. Mm-hmm. Yes to both. Um yeah, because all all you would have to do is in place of personal concerns that you would use for a, a specific target, just just write on the petition paper um the the characteristics that you're looking for. Now I would add um, a, a pinch of something to draw, like maybe a little bit of magnetic sand to draw that. But I mean, I would I would definitely go for it. And I also think a honey jar is good for a beginner because it's not ingredient intensive and it's not labor intensive. Well, so, yeah, well, I, I would be a little more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Not no, too no, 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 dirty. Yeah. <laughs> no, <go ahead. laughs> no, it'll be a good. No, it's go fine. for it. When you first draw you a stick figure or a gingerbread man on that paper, and do your best to kind of draw what you think the person would generally look like, then write your characteristics over on top of that, and put you and that in the jar. Stick you, you know, your magnetic sand, your lodestones and all. So you've surrounded yourself in that jar. Good one. See how far that can go. (laughs) That's all right. That That was all right. A more, you might as well well throw your two cents in there. I ain't got nothing to do. Just make sure that when you're doing your little honey jars, because I know that y'all put the kettle in and then y'all set it and forget it, just make sure you shake it every once in a while. Keep it flowing. You want to keep that person flowing every day. Keep that, that idea of that person building, that person coming up to you. Because, yep, I did one of those. I I did I did a honey jar and this whole thing with the custom clients. And didn't think it was going to show up. That's a long story. And, yeah, that person showed up. So, yes, it can be done. So I just did it to help out clients as an example. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good the job. honey jar does work. That was good, a good job. One. <laughs> Very good. good. Job. Always keep it flowing. Shake it <laughs> every day. Yeah, shaking, shaking, not stirred. Yes, shaking. <laughs> but you know what? I, w- I will say this. Um, be patient. Honey jars are mm-hmm. notoriously slow. You know they're they're effective, but they're they're notoriously kind of sluggish. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times add I'll water. add a pinch of like, <laughs> or like syrup or powdered sugar. I'll add that in there, and honestly, the last the last sweetening jar I made, um, it had honey, a little bit of syrup, some powdered sugar in there, and it was a tiny like baby food jar that I made it with. You know, r- really really small. And and Doc, you know the person I was trying. I was trying to sweeten. It actually did. It worked. 
You know, they they went from you know from to just being quiet. You know, kind of sedate and calm. But I was shaking that thing like a Polaroid. I mean, I, I you know, I, I'm, I mean every I, I kept that thing in my pocket. I, I slept with it. I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm, I'm shaking it. It looks like I'm, I'm I'm about ready to roll dice in a crap game. I mean, I kept that thing. You know, for real. I was I was working the fool out of that thing, so yeah, a lot of books will tell you to um, like burn the candle on it and just let it dribble down, and it looks all pretty that way. But you got you got to work those things. You got to shake that jar. You got to like sister said. You got to keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. All right. So if you if you've read, you know, you just let it sit and had it, let it look pretty. Well, be prepared to wait a heck of a long time. All right, you got to work that jar. Keep the contents moving, stirring up. Don't let anything crystallize. Just keep working it. So there. I drop. I drop the mic and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that leaves you, Amor. You're second in command of that. What are we gonna do now? I don't know. Lister says if they weren't single, they'd be all up on Georgia. Just saying. Crazy. Uh, wait. Close no, my wait. phone now. <laughs> wait. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got listeners over here like, hey. What, what, what you... was that? <laughs> You're not single. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, uh, Barry. Uh, well, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> they had to get that one-way ticket. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the lines one day with just hello, ladies. <laughs> Be like, well, well, well. <laughs> You're gonna do that, and it's gonna be a bodybuilder. Why, hello? <laughs> you know what? Did you? <laughs> That's messed up. More, if you don't know, Doc um Doc Moonlights on another show. What? Um, on on yeah, on show. Yeah, he's right. on, he's over on um he's over on Demaris's show, which is like you know it's an awesome show. I tune in when I'm able to. And um, didn't you have a bodybuilding Man, lady? Man, I was so scared. I'm thinking I better get this one right. This lady don't sound like she's messing around. <laughs> she was all ah, you know. She talked deeper than I do. Oh, shit. not that I have a very deep voice or anything, but. You know, she, she yeah, kind of made I me hook her up and get a little scared. I'm telling you. You know, I, I've, I've got a question to ask. We're going to put a pin in that, but I've got a question to ask. But um, we just had a call, not a call, but a text come in. And it's actually a darn good question. And it can kind of segue into another discussion. Because the question was, what about working with an ancestor altar? All right, and I know um, a lot of times when people are starting out, they hear about a lot of these spirits, and people are talking about saints and saints, and people are writing books about working with saints when, ironically, they come from a, a Protestant background. But I'll leave that alone. But um, you know, all these um, these saints and spirits are popping up, and people will be itching to work with them. But I always, always honor your ancestors first. On your ancestors first. And the best way to do that 
is to set up an ancestor altar. And an ancestor altar doesn't have to be all elaborate. <clears throat> you know, it just just a space, just a space, you know, set up. Uh, and it can be an end table, um, a shelf, you know, like a, a, a bookshelf or whatever, or just the top of like a standalone bookshelf. And you can drape um, like a white tablecloth or, or you know, just a, a really big white handkerchief. And you're going to have pictures of known ancestors if you have some. If you don't, don't worry about it. You know, just you can put offerings up there. You can put a glass of water, burn a white candle. Just as long as you set aside a dedicated space for your ancestors and let them know, ancestors, this is for you. Now, if you know, you know, who, you, who you're putting up there and you know some of the things they liked in life, a good thing you can do is put some of those things up there. Um, I think Doc mentioned one time sharing a meal with them and putting that up I on the wall. a lot of, of crazy course. things. I got dentures and everything over there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I on mine right where, now. Yeah. I see one oh, where they had it actually in a window ledge. They actually had it there because they always spend time in the window. So when they would uh, open the window, they would always get fresh air. Um, it was really, really a nice one. So, yeah, be creative with your space. If you know nice places that they like it, they like their spots at, be creative with their spaces. So it was really yeah. nice. That one was pretty. <laughs> and, and and spend some time with them. Um, a lot of times people will neglect their, their altars in general, but you, you don't want to do that with with any altar if you're going to work with the spirit because that's kind of disrespectful. Um, but especially your ancestors. These, these are folks that, you know, you may have known in, in life. Your ancestor altar is also for, it's for ancestors both known and, and unknown. But you want to interact with them. You want to make sure you change that water, that glass of water every day. Um, look at the bubbles in there. Sometimes, you know, a lot of extra bubbles will form. That could be a message for you. You know, spend some time sitting there with the candle. Maybe you hear, like, some popping and fizzing. Maybe they're trying to speak to you. You know, I always tell people, keep the altar near the door so it's the first thing you see when you come in <clears throat> and first thing you see when you go out the door. Spend some time with them. Just sit down. Talk to them. Spend a moment of reflection. All right? Because your ancestors are going to be the first spirits that you work with. Because they've got a blood tied to you. They've got a vested interest in your success. All right, now maybe you've got that 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 crazy uncle you didn't like too much, or maybe he didn't like you. Well, now's the time to mend that fence. Um, wait a minute, not that fence, that bridge. You don't want you don't want to mend the fence that keeps y'all separate. I don't know what I was thinking. That bridge, rebuild that bridge. Oh, second question: Is there a preferred instance to use? For the ancestors, and are there ones to avoid? Good question. You know, um, a lot of people use what copal as offering to spirits. Um, when it comes to ancestors, stay with something that they liked in life. If you've got some some heavy church going ancestors, and you know, um, a lot of churches will burn. It's actually called. I think it's actually called church incense. Or altar incense. Either one of y'all know for certain that 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 blend that they use inside of a lot of churches. Well, you know, honestly, they use different ones, but a pretty common one is 
like, you know, Catholic church. It's a very common blend is frankincense and myrrh is a pretty right. common blend in church incense. You know, and, and, and there's nothing that says you have to burn incense on your ancestral altar. I mean, you might have ancestors that, that hated the smell of that stuff. You know, just when you spend time at your altar, um, just ask for a sign or you know, if you if you knew this offhand, like you know, you've got your you got your grandparents up there, and they love the smell of frankincense and myrrh. You know, you can you can you can give them that. And just like a white candle, a lot of times you really can't go wrong with frankincense and myrrh. I mean, I'll go out on a limb and say that, you know, it, it's um, it, it's a holy blend mentioned several times in the scripture. So yeah, I would I would definitely go with that. I wouldn't as far as something I wouldn't burn. Um, wow. There there are some of the conditional incenses that I wouldn't burn. You don't want to sit a great big old pile of black arts incense on your ancestor altar, or hexen or cross. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean that 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 might not go over well. You you've got a big old pile of crossing incense up there, or 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 you're burning some asafoetida. But um. <laughs> Yeah, well, cultural yeah, you know. too. You know, Asians generally have you know their jaw sticks of various compositions. There's a lot of you know a lot of Asians. I grew up with a very large Vietnamese population. They're already burning incense to their ancestors. It's common. Uh, Latin America, copal, is like you mentioned, is extremely common there. So check your ancestry and see if there's certain Scents or flowers specifically attributed in, you know, your ancestry culturally for funerary purposes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And um, me getting all fancy. <laughs> I mean, for real. You know, see, there we go. We'll draw. We'll, we can draw you back out with something you like to talk about. Well, hey, here's here's one for you. Here's one oh, for God. you. Should you use spring water or tap water for your spirits, or does it matter? I use rainwater. Well, I guess. <laughs> I guess I think it goes you know, hand in hand with like the incense. Yes, you got a vegan ancestor that did yoga, you know, eighteen hours a day and was real peculiar. You might want to invest in something a little bigger than a Brita water filter. Mm-hmm. And you know, my 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 people like tap water. People like tap water. My people, half their life, all they had was well water. We didn't right. get tap so, water till later. <laughs> there, there Keep you it go. familiar. <laughs> Keep it, it familiar. Wow. It doesn't really matter. That, so water that right there. Water familiar. Because you know, I, I don't, I don't know what in the world would happen if, if I were to put some Perrier up there. Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that would go over well. <laughs> no. I don't know if that like, would go over well, but but um, yeah. Hopefully we answered that one. I think we did a good job with that one. Water, no, I like, water. I like, yeah. Just you know, put it put it up there. But you know, you can also give other offerings. Like I'm, I'm always putting a cup of coffee in the morning. I pour me a cup, pour them a cup, cup of coffee. I mean, I come from a long line of coffee drinkers. And, you know, this is something I know about my ancestors, so I always make sure I put them a cup of coffee up there. And you would be surprised at how quickly the level of coffee in their cup drops 
Um, same thing with um, with alcohol. You know, a couple of shots can go up there. If if you've got the drinking kind of ancestors, you can put a couple of shots up there. Um, if you if you had a smoker, cigarettes or cigars can go up there. Maybe a, maybe a nice cob pipe can go up there. Yeah, don't but please, the folks, I don't care what you saw on this YouTube video from this doofus. Don't go getting an electronic cigarette, blowing it on there. Don't do it. There's a um, if you do it, video you go straight to hell with gasoline draws on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go to hell. Don't do it. There, there, there was a, there's a video. I don't. I think it's since been taken down because of all the, <laughs> because of all the people pointing and laughing. But there, there was a guy, a, a supposed expert, and I'm doing the air quotes again. You know, on on the tradition that was using a vape pen. Wow. An electronic cigarette. And I'm waiting for the vape guy to call. Yeah, vape guys <laughs> will call back. Um, and his reasoning was, well, traditionally I would use a um, a, a, a cigar would be used, but I'm saving my lungs, so I'm going to use an electric cigarette, folks. I, when I saw that and when I heard that, you know, I threw up my hands because your ancestor altar is not for you. It's for them. So if your people didn't like the electric cigarettes, don't go giving them one. They didn't even have them, probably. <laughs> they didn't even have them, probably. I mean, unless you had and, somebody that died recently that really loved vaping. You know, people, you, you got you got to realize, you know, this is, this is not for you. It's for them. Okay? So you're putting stuff up there that they liked in life. Don't go trying to switch stuff around to your liking. And this is the same thing with Conjure, any of the ATR, any tradition. You know, you have no right to go switching stuff around to suit your liking. So if you come from a long line of meat eaters and you've decided to go vegan, don't go giving your ancestors tofurkey, all right, or sticking a big tofurky. old block of tofu up there. Yeah, oh yeah, that, yeah. That's some. Is that a real like, thing? Yeah, yes, it's a real is. thing. They don't have that it up there. That sounds like it's, a dirty word. It is dirty. <laughs> well, I still Man, think Monday, turkey bacon's a bad thing. You know, it, 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 it's you know stuff like that makes me sick, man. It's you know. These traditions have been around for hundreds of years, and people decide they want to take creative license with them because something just doesn't sit well with them. Well, if it doesn't, either omit that part from your personal practice or find a tradition that sits well with you. There are so many cultures on this planet, each one with its own magical practice. You're bound to find one you like. You're bound to find one you like. If if you don't like the idea of of animal sacrifice, you might want to stay away from the ATRs. If you don't like the idea of cigar smoke and you want to use a vape pen, well, this this ain't for don't you Don't come either. to my That's house. Happy. Right. Don't come here. And I tell you, I dare one of my descendants down the line that want to practice this to try to give me a block of tofu or something. Yeah, I'm there, gonna there's going to be a block of tofu. He's going to be the first one tipping tables. I'm telling you, he's going to have a picture set up 
with a and I I will turn into a poltergeist and just start wrecking stuff. Just, just you're gonna die. And I'm gonna cover your tombstone. I tofu. am in tofu. I I will try. There there will be a generational curse where every corbo born after you is gonna have the worst case of um of uh, hemorrhoids known to man. That's all right. I know how to fix them. <laughs> <laughs> we got hillbilly medicine for the piles. Hell, we got that covered. You got to be a little Hillbil- more creative. The, the piles. I haven't heard it called the piles in like years. The piles. <laughs> oh, I forgot all. I forgot we all about the that. The piles. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. You got to be uh, a little more creative on that. Well, you know, I'll, I'll have eternity to think of something. You'd be like, think of something. all of your future children will be Yankees. Oh. I cry. Please don't do it. Please don't. My heart hurts. Look, I'm like, well you, well, you better get a half-pound double cheeseburger on this altar stat. Bad bacon. <laughs> Cut in half. I'll be Yankees. Everyone. Oh, a large fry. Supersize that order. Be awful. I'm kind of crying here thinking about it. A little teared <laughs> up over here. Y'all are, y'all are killing me. Y'all are killing me. You know what? I'm actually surprised most of our callers hang on for the show. So maybe we did something right this go round. We've got we've got three minutes left. Um, I do hope that y'all join us this upcoming Monday for the weekly Cussing Monday. We have yet to come up with a topic for Cussing Monday, but rest assured there will be tons of profanity, and and we'll we'll give out some work in between the cussing. We may even have a surprise guest for y'all. I'm not sure yet, but I do definitely want to ask you. You know, Monday we hope you turn in, you you turn out for us. Friday, I'm asking that you come out and support our inaugural show on um, regular broadcast radio. You know, come out, cheer us on, ask questions, um, and maybe maybe I can start a pool to see who's going to slip up and almost cuss first because we're not going to cuss that first hour because, you know, Big Brother is let me with- in. <laughs> Y'all let me in on the percentage. I'll get one of them to cuss. Well, I'd be see. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and um, do it. We we it. <laughs> we will have a guest for this upcoming show. It's a prominent Baba Lawal, and his wife, um, who is also a priestess of Yemoja. Um, they will come to speak to us about the Orisha, and about Ifa. You know, and it's, it's part of a series. You know, y'all know we have the the Elder Conjure series. It's part of a series on bridging the gap, so to speak, between conjure as we know it and some of the traditions that led to the formation of conjure. So we're going to have um, people from um, Voodoo. We're going to have this couple from Ifa. And hopefully hopefully, um, we can coax Dr. Corbeau to teach us a little bit about the Native American influence on conjure because there was a very, very heavy influence with the Native and the formation of Conjure. So that's all we got for y'all. Um, we thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for all the calls that we got and the texts. Very awesome. 
And uh, thanks for tuning in and just keeping us company and listening to us ramble on and on. <laughs> so with that being said, um, please like us on Facebook. Follow us here on Blog Talk so you can get our updates because you never know when we'll broadcast again. We might have a drunk Saturday coming up. And with that, mm. uh, we will see you all next time. Hog Waller and kiss my Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.